in today's show. We're looking ahead to the NBA's Christmas Day games. Michael Bolton, he's here, he's festive. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Ho, 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 and welcome to another Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. My name is Josh Lloyd, and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Christmas Day games coming up. It's Christmas here in Australia, so a Merry Christmas to everybody here in Australia. And you're in the uh, in this part of the world where Christmas is already happening. Merry Christmas to you and your families, and to those of you in the United States who might be watching this before Christmas. Have a great Christmas tomorrow if you're watching it on Christmas. Merry Christmas to you today, um, and uh, whatever whatever you celebrate at this time of the year. Happy holiday season. Happy uh, Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Whatever. Whatever the appropriate salutation is for you, I hope you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, staying happy, and uh, and enjoying whatever whatever it is that is uh, your boat at the moment in your life. All right, that's enough of that shit. So let's talk about the games. Got five Christmas days on. Five? No, I've actually only got one Christmas day, and we've got five Christmas day games on. That's a, that's a better uh, explanation of it. And yes, it, it is frustrating that some players will miss due to COVID protocols, but it honestly, it's just the reality of where we have to be in, in the world at the moment. And we just got to make do with what we have. So let's make do with what we have with the first game. Unfortunately, we're probably not going to have Trey Young playing for the Hawks versus the Knicks. We're not going to have Clint Capella. We're not going to have DeAndre Hunter or Danilo Gallinari or Lou Williams or Lawawu Cabro or Sharif Cooper or Wes Wunder who just entered COVID protocols. We might get Kevin Herter back. Um, Cam Reddish have to had to leave last game with a cramp. Maybe he plays. Delon Wright, yeah, you know, pretty pretty unlikely that Delon plays. To be fair, um, but what I am excited about is Anyeka Okongwu. I'm watching him. I I think that sounds creepy, but I am I'm super interested in what he's going to do. Now I do not believe that he's going to be able to command 25 minutes a night rest of season because that would take a wild change from the coaching staff and front office philosophy to either play two non-shooting centers together or to make Capella a backup. And I don't think either of those things are happening. But Capella's out, so who cares? Let's fire up double O. Let's get, you know, 30, 30 plus minutes here. Double O. There's a nickname in that. The pasta. You know that type of pasta flour they use, which is the, the zero zero type, which is extra strong for pasta? It's not quite there, is it? No, nah, it's not. Anyway, Onyekura Kongwu. I also want to watch Skylar Mays. Because if Trey Young's out, Sharif Cooper's out, it's going to be Skylar Mays as their point guard. And he responded, I thought, pretty well on Thursday. Is he a stream option? Yeah, look, maybe. There's just not much going on with five games on on, uh, on Saturday. There's no guarantee that he plays big minutes. And of course, if Young is back, or even if Herder's back, that does reduce what Mays can do. Because Herder and Bogdanovic can really take some of the point guard duties, and even Reddish. But there's something there to see with Skylar. For the Knicks, Kemba Walker... Hello. He's obviously been ridiculously good. But there is a chance that Rowan Barrett returns. And if he returns, someone probably moves to the bench. Is it Burks? Is it Fournier? Or is it Kemba? And if Kemba goes to the bench, 
does he play? I would it'd be pretty flabbergasting to see with no McBride, no Rose, no quickly that Kemba wouldn't play. That would be pretty interesting. But we'll see. Quentin Grimes also returns for the Knicks. Um, we'll see if he's in the rotation. But how Kemba, and then yeah, how that trickles down to Burks, it's going to be really interesting. More decisions will be made when quickly returns, but with Barrett likely back, something's going to have to give here. And I don't know what that is just at this point. The Celtics and the Bucks. Fingers crossed, Boston's got their two best players, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They're both currently available. There's no Horford, no Richardson, no Grant Williams, no Jabari Parker, no Ennis Freedom, no Juancho Hernan Gomez, no Broderick Thomas, or no Sam Hauser. But they did sign, for those of you who care, Norval Pal and the GOAT, the Chief, Al Farouk Aminu. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Now, Aminu's got absolutely nothing left in the tank whatsoever, but he's back, so I can give him the original sound drop back. Um... There you go. Aminu is there. So what are we watching for on the Celtics? Romeo Langford started last game in place of Dennis Schroeder. Played more minutes than Dennis Schroeder. Looked better than Dennis Schroeder. Put up an okay line. Is he going to remain in that starting lineup? At least until Horford returns? What does this mean for where Schroeder sits? These are some very interesting questions about Schroeder and his rest of season value. And then the Rock DJ, Robbie Williams. Now, so many questions flooded into me after last game. Hey, is is Rob Williams, is he, is he an ad? Is this what he's going to do now? Has he been unlocked or is that a fluke? Like, a lot of those questions can be yes. Is he an ad? Like, yes, he shouldn't have been dropped. Um, is he going to do this continually? Absolutely not. Is, you know, is this a fluke? Probably. But he does perform at a higher level when Al Horford's not there. So expect over 30 minutes, expect some good rebound, good block numbers, good field goal percentage numbers. And if you get some points and assists to go with it, then it's just a double bonus for you. While on the Bucks, I'd like to know what's going on with Grayson Allen. I, I don't understand it. Allen was playing like 28 minutes a night as a starter and then got sick, allegedly, moved to the bench and then played like 18 minutes after missing the previous two. Because the games before those two weird illness slash benchings, he had 30, 32, 30 and 36 minutes. And then he played 18 against the Mavericks. Is he going to back, come back and start? Are they going to start Jordan Wara? I, I don't know what to make of it. I don't think either of them are 12-team league must-hold options. But Nwora, at this point, is performing at a higher level than Allen. So it could be a 12-team stream. But in the best news that we can get... Giannis and Giannis could be back. We don't know for sure whether he is going to return for Christmas Day. But it looks like he could be back. Now, Punch Bob's still out. DiVincenzo's still out. Uh, of course, Brook Lopez is still out. But if Giannis is back, that changes a whole bunch. It reduces the effectiveness of an Allen and Wara combo. It reduces, obviously, DeMarcus Cousins pretty significantly. And it drops Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday's value down. But we just want Giannis back. So let's hope that he is ready to go and is out there. Guys, this pandemic's a pain in the ass. We all know that. And we all do things to cope. Yeah, we go and sign up for subscriptions and free trials and just ways to keep ours keep ourselves you know, locked in and, and, and functioning. But do you know how many of those subscriptions that they just keep charging you and you don't even know about it? Well, 
Truebill is here, the new app, to help you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, or the ones that you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill because companies make it subscri make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebuild.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now. That's truebuild.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Oh, a year. Oh, sorry. <laughs> truebuild.com slash locked on NBA. Guys, Christmas is here. Have you got your built bars? I bloody hope so. I'm rocking up to Christmas. Just built bars coming out, out of the... I'm going to have to strap them onto the roof of the car. There's that many boxes because these are the best tasting protein bars ever. I know I've been telling you about Built Bar for, for years, it feels like. I think it has been years. Have you tried them yet? I hope you have, because these are the best. And then we can get into a punch on if you want, about the best flavor. I don't care. I'll throw hands. Cookies and cream is going to beat whatever your favorite flavor is, hands down. Come out here. We'll, we'll, we'll fight. That's no problem with me, because I am fueled with the strength of Built Bar. High in protein, low carbs, low calorie. I'm like a 3% body fat just from eating this. That's a lie. But Built Bar is absolutely delicious. It tastes like a candy bar, and they are actually good for you. So why don't you load yourself up with boxes of Built Bar like I'm going to do. Go to Built.com, use that promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to load yourself up with Built Bars. Get 15% off. So go to Built.com, use the code LOCKED15. Built Bar, I am built different. All right. All right, that's good stuff. The Warriors and the Suns. Otto Porter Jr., there's, there's a sound for him coming too, I reckon. Um, started last game. No reason for me to think he probably won't start again. There's no Wiggins. There's no Poole. There's no Lee. So I would imagine that Otto Porter gets another start and becomes an excellent streaming option. As long as those guys are out, Porter has value. And then the doctor, Gary Payton. 33 minutes in a start last game. Scored 22 points. We don't expect that from Gaz all the time, but he can drop three or four steals. He can score right. He's shooting like some sort of insane percentage this year on twos. Like it's a crazy number. And he's going to have another opportunity here. So I do like both of these guys and watching how they fit in comparison to say a, a John Kaminga or a, a Moses Moody. When you look at Modi, Moody, Modi, Moody, Moody, Moses Moody, Moses Moody. For the Suns, Mikael Bridges has been slumping. I think he's a buy low. That'll turn around as soon as he has a big game. In a points league, I've talked ad nauseum about him, about saying maybe he is droppable. In a category league, he isn't. But let's see him turn it around. And Cam Johnson is flying at the moment. Is he able to continue that with Devin Booker back? Well, so far, the returns say yes. The previous two and a half seasons of his career would say no. But at the moment, he's flying. So we hold him, and we see where it goes. There's some nice rebounds. There's good threes. There's good scoring. I'm not super confident in it. But let's watch it, and we want to see how that develops. The Nets and the Lakers. Jim Harden, Jim Harden is, is back. Now the Nets are still without Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, LaMarcus Aldridge, Bruce Brown, James Johnson, Cam Thomas, Kyrie Irving, Kessler Edwards, Dayron Sharp, and uh, unfortunately, David Duke. What should I change? He's the one who sucks. But they are going to get back DeAndre Bembry, Paul Millsap, Blake Griffin will play, Javon Carter, Nick Claxton, Patty Mills, and Jim Harden. So we're watching Harden. He is going to have an opportunity with no Durant and Irving to just rack up numbers. Hopefully. We, we fingers crossed he does it. 
And then how they run the Claxton Griffin minutes. Will they start those two dudes together with Durant and Aldridge out? Can Claxton make a case for 12-team league value? Well, at least on today you can, or Christmas Day you can. So watching that is really interesting. And as much as I don't want to watch whatever this is with the Lakers, their complete lack of effort consistently, I am going to watch them. And I'm going to watch Taylor Horton Tucker because I, I was someone who believed in him as a prospect. He's been really bad. The minutes for him are fine. The fit is horrendous on this team. He cannot shoot at all. And, and that is obviously hurting a lot. Is he a stream option for this slate of games? Sure. Is he a must-roster guy? No. Well, Dwight Howard actually has some 12-team value if you're looking for big man stats. He is going to start because DeAndre Jordan honestly is horrible. Shout out to him maybe taking the mantle from Trey Lyles as the worst NBA rotation player. Um, he's horrible. He shouldn't be playing at all, but Dwight should be. And Dwight is, and Dwight is starting, and we hope that David Fisdale continues that run of Dwight starting, and that run being one game. But let's hope it continues. Um, the Mavs and the Jazz. No Doncic. But we might have Porzingis, which is good news because uh, Christos missed the last two with his toe issue. Porzingis. No Tim Hardaway, no Reggie Bullock, no Maxi Kleber, no Willie Cauley-Stein, no Trey Burke, or no Josh Green, as well as no Ja'Cory McLaughlin and no Eugene Omari, of course. Um, so Sterling Brown, he's going to start. He's going to play 30-plus. He's probably going to rebound well. He hits threes, he gets steals. There's value in Sterlo, especially for deep leagues. He has got a nice little week of value pushing up for him here. And then Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris fouled out in like 14 minutes last game. But especially if Porzingis is out, I think Marquise Chris, and I've shit on him in the past because he's made some terrible decisions on court. He couldn't stay out of foul trouble. He makes the dumbest moves. But he has improved over the last two years. Really, and he's always been a good fantasy stat guy. He is better than Moses Brown. He's better than Boban. He's better than may, maybe Dwight Powell. If Porzingis is out, Chris is very interesting to watch. Like him and Theo Pinson have been, I reckon, two of the best hardship exemption signings they've been in terms of how they've played on the court. And they both play for Dallas. For the Jazz, again, they're just the most boring team in fantasy. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. I watch Jordan Clarkson and I go, can you stop shooting? That's how I'll approach that. And then I look at Donovan Mitchell. But I want to watch Don. Can he be a top 10 player? I think top 20 is almost locked in for him. But he's had some stretches of top 10-ness. How does that come? Through high usage, high free throw rate, increased assists, and increased steals. That, that's how he gets there. So how he looks, he's been really, really good this year. But is top 10 realistic? Probably not. Probably more top 20 for um, the Don, would be my guess. But you don't have to guess anymore because this holidays, BetOnline has you covered. More props, more odds, more lines than ever before. As football marches towards college bowl season and to the pro football playoffs, BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today using our code LOCKEDON and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball to football, the NHL, boxing, UFC, or right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the fantastic offers available to you for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay, no back-to-backs Christmas Boxing Day, so let's look at some nine-catch streaming options for 12-team formats. Now, I am going to change up the way I do this, but if, if you're in any, any deeper league and any of these guys are available, they're streamable. And then when I do this section for deeper leagues, they are in addition to these ones. So the Dr. Gary Payton, Otto Porter, really solid stream options. Blake Griffin, Frankie Nilakina in Dallas. Nick Claxton, Sterling Brown in Dallas, Rudy Gay, Paul Millsap, 
Jingling Joe Ingles and Dwight Howard all have some value to stream in on Christmas Day. For deeper leagues, these are guys, again, rostered in under um, 10% of leagues. If any of those guys on the previous list are available, you stream them, and then you otherwise you look to Toscano Anderson, Kavon Looney, Nemanja Bielitsa, Dwight Powell, George Hill, Big Shaq Harrison. Big Shaq. Plays for the Nets, by the way. The Duke, Wayne Allington, and DeAndre Bembry. And then lastly, we look at um, we look at points leagues. And I don't know why this has not saved correctly, but oh well. That headline, uh, that heading at the top of that graphic is incorrect. That is, for, this is for points leagues. We're looking at Okongwu, Peyton, Griffin, Cousins, Reddish, Horton Tucker, Otto Porter, Nilakina, and Jay Crowder. Guys, that will do it for me today. I'm going off to cook some food for Christmas lunch. You guys enjoy your day. Enjoy the day without the NBA and get ready for a big jam-packed Christmas day tomorrow. Follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, drop a Christmas greeting down below. That would be sick. I've given you my greeting. You drop it down below. Awesome. Thumb it up. Ring the notification bell. Enjoy. Merry Christmas. Family, health, all your ho-ho-hos, all that sort of stuff. Giggity. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.